Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I like cats. This week, I wanted to kind of ramble. Uh, <laughs> well, I say this week, but to, if you listen to the last episode, you know that has been literally like 30 seconds since I ended the the, the last episode. So uh, I did want to ramble this week, though. So this episode is mostly just a mental itch that I wanted to scratch. A lot of my episodes are about a thing, and that thing is split into three parts used to help me convey and or teach the idea, and then probably a part about how to implement the idea. See, this podcast is really about teaching happiness, uh, partly. That's one of the goals, at least. And so not in each episode, but every episode hopefully provides another piece that, if implemented, will help you live a better life, a happier life, an easier life. Overall, if you listen to this podcast and apply the things that I give you, whether it be super simple advice of, hey, sleep correctly, or don't do drugs, uh, or the more esoteric advice, uh, be optimistic, it'll lead to a better fortune, or beware of the sunk cost fallacy. If you adopt this advice, or you work to understand this advice, I believe that it will lead you to a better life, whether that gives you more inner peace or better monetary outcomes, a calmer demeanor, so you can laugh more. I don't know. I hope you can see why this episode was titled Rambling. I haven't even gotten to my first drop down yet, so I'll do that now. So the first point, uh, and that is whether or not I can really teach you to be happy. Uh, I think that happiness is a character trait. I first heard the idea from Sean Aker in The Happiness Advantage. I literally just talked about that book in the last episode five minutes ago, and now I'm talking about it again. I really love this book. Uh, I knew that this <laughs> reason is my favorite. I knew that there were some people I'd met and people I'd known that I knew were happy. People that just I just felt we're happy. And if you're listening to this and you're five, uh, first of all, uh, you should go play outside instead. Uh, and if you're listening, but you know, uh, if you're in the demographic that my statistics say most of you are between 18 and 22, you've probably met someone that's happy. It's hard to explain, but you might have met one. It's rare. They're rare. Yes, it's a, it's there. Uh, they are their own species. Uh, it's like coming across an Asian elephant. You hear about them, but never actually see them. Uh, Asian elephants are super elusive elephants that we know exist because they leave really big poops in the forest, but it's rare to see them for some reason. They're just super elusive. Uh, elephants aside, those happy people are extraordinary, and meeting them, interacting with them for even a few moments is an absolute pleasure. Uh, they are wonderful people. Anyways, uh, the thing is that they can also be sad. They are human, like you and I. They can feel emotions and life in the same way that you, the same way that we can. And when you see a happy person be mad, that doesn't make them not happy anymore, or not mad. When you see a happy person be sad, that doesn't make them not happy anymore. Even their experience of sadness has this underlying sense of them being happy still. So I agreed with Sean in the book and thought that happiness described as a character trait is a way more accurate description than happiness being this emotion, which is ephemeral, temporary, and volatile. And so I think that happiness is a lot more permanent than a simple volatile emotion. Emotions come and go like waves in the sea, but happiness is a sea in itself. 
That was profound. I that, that was good. You like that? You know what? You keep that in your back pocket and you tell people to come to this podcast to get, get some of that quality too. All right. That was incredible. Anyways, I said that in the, I said that this episode was about, it wasn't about being happy. This point is, can I really teach you how to be like that person that you once met? Can I teach you how to attain or be that C? Can I teach you how to be happy? I don't know the answer to that, but here's what I think. This is supposed to be a ramble after all. Teaching happiness is like teaching kindness. I can give you the shell that you can crawl into like a hermit crab and you can wear that shell. And although you're kind, you say please and thank you. You pick up litter on the ground. You don't bully people. Your life will be better. And the fact that you're simply wearing a shell doesn't really make your kindness any more or less genuine. I mean, when you're raising a child or a kid, this is kind of the point, right? You want to make, you want to raise them to be kind people generally. And so you teach them, hey, say please, say thank you, don't be a jerkwad, etc., etc., and these simple rules of kindness. But honestly, that makes them their actions kind, but does that really make them a kind person? I don't think so. I think there's a bit of a difference, just a, a small, very small, again, it doesn't really affect any sort of meaningful difference. But when you meet someone who's genuinely just kind, their actions are automatic. They're, that's not an action they're doing. It's just how they act. That's just who they are. It's not a thing that they do. It's just them. That's it. And so uh, when you understand why you should be kind, when you understand that what kindness really does, and you truly understand kindness, you don't need the heavy shell. You just become kind. It's not something you wear like a medal or a cape. It's a piece of you. And so when you're raising your children, the reason that you teach them to be kind is hopefully they'll understand it at one point and they'll just become kind and they won't need the shell anymore. They'll just kind of uh, in, is, absorb it. There we go. That's the word. Like a paper towel. And why, why am I talking? <laughs> um I can teach you a cooking recipe, and that's great. But if you know what the purpose of each ingredient is, you can make something different without the instructions. Me and this podcast, we or I, give you the recipe, the shell. And over the course of each episode, and I give you another piece to get a step closer to being happy. I can teach you all the pieces for happiness, but in the end, I can never pass the understanding on to you. It's similar to enlightenment in that way. You can teach the lessons, but just by shaving your head and meditating in a cave for a month, you won't become enlightened. You do, the, you do those things because you understand why they should be done. You don't understand them because you do them. This time, the egg came before the chicken. And so, can I teach you how to be happy? Uh, kinda, maybe. I can give you the pieces, but orienting them and putting them together is something that I don't think I can do for you. I wish I could, I really do. But all I can do is give you the pieces and hope that you can put them together. And I believe in you all to be able to do that if you so wish. On to our second point. You'll probably never be happy, and I don't know if I will either. Yeah, really, really a second point, huh? Happiness is hard and it's not as at the same time. To be honest, it's 
pretty simple in that you have everything you need in order to be happy. Uh, you've always had everything you needed in order to be happy. You don't need this or that or anything to be happy. It's just not necessary. Money buys comfort and money and comfort is nice, but material things won't bring you happiness. The bring you security and again comfort and I'm not telling you not to chase those things I know that you probably will I myself chase those things um, that's why I go to college right if I didn't care about money I wouldn't put so much time into school and would put more time into my content stuff uh, but you only get one episode per week <laughs> sorry about that if I knew that I could do this a lot better and I knew I could make money off of this in a sustainable way I definitely Definitely probably would put more time here, but I don't believe in myself to be able to do that at the moment at least. So that's why I go to college and that's why hopefully I'll work at Apple one day. But it's not that chasing all this money and such makes it so that you can't be happy. Happiness and enlightenment aren't the same. Enlightenment is really hard to achieve in the lives that we live, but happiness can exist within this space just fine. And again, you've probably met some of these people. But that also points to the fact that it's absolutely possible. Some people got lucky and they went through the right set of experiences with the right set of genes, with the right set of influences and the right set of reactions to all of those things. And so they were able to be happy. Most happy people get there from luck. And you'll probably never be happy unless you already are, in which case GG. Putting all the pieces in place is really, really hard. Like I said, I give you all the pieces or I try to give you a lot of pieces, um, but you have to put them together and putting it together, orienting them the right way, fitting them together. It's like a five billion piece puzzle is pretty tough. And here's the thing, neither you nor I follow everything I say. Uh, you don't follow everything I say because it's way too hard. And I don't follow everything I say because I talk a lot about doing things that's so excruciatingly hard to do that I'm working on. It's not that I just don't listen to anything I say. A lot of them is just consistently keeping them up is challenging. A, and a little piece of it may be that I'm a hypocrite as well. That's absolutely plays a part in it too, probably. <laughs> uh, do you need to do all of these things that I say to be happy? And uh, no, again, you, you have everything you need inside. And although I'm being blunt and saying it'll probably never happen, I am rooting for you. I, I really am. I truly hope that you do find happiness. And even if you didn't, the things that I share with you here aren't useless. They will genuinely make your life better, happy or not. Maybe you won't have the happiness character trait, but even if you have the shell on you'll be doing pretty well for yourself uh, the last piece i have for this section is the thought that kind of spurred this on for me i don't know if i'll be happy either uh, see i make this podcast so obviously i know to something I, i'm not making things up every week for this podcast it's talking about things i've talked about and experienced before and understood over the course of a long long time and a lot of usually a lot of them painful experiences so if i know all of these things why aren't i happy yet that's the question. I know I have everything I need to be happy and then some, but an episode or two ago, I actually don't know when I'm reading this script. Uh, yeah, two episodes ago, I'm reading this, but in the episode one day at a time, 
I talked about how some depressed people don't want to be not depressed because they don't know what it'll be like and they, they you know, they might lose themselves and they blah, blah, blah. I, I talked about it in there. Go listen to that episode. A piece of me is kind of afraid of what I would be like if I were happy because that would be very different from who I am and what I am now. And I don't know if that's my roadblock to becoming happy, if that's it. Uh, or if, and this is really what got me, I wonder if there's still a few lessons that I need to go through, learn, or understand before I can break through the happiness. Here's the weird thing about being a learner. You know that you have a lot to learn, but you never know what you have left to learn, if that makes sense. I know that I don't know everything, but I don't know what I don't know. And the more that I learn, the more that I probably have yet to learn. Each lesson comes with three more questions. It's like Albert Einstein's knowledge circle. We know what we know is the diameter of the circle and what we don't know is the circumference of the circle. And the circumference grows as the diameter gets bigger, but the diameter will never be bigger than the circumference. It's just not mathematically possible. That's how a circle works. What we know will never exceed what we don't know. The ideas of having major lessons left for me to learn is kind of ambivalent. Uh, a piece of me is excited to learn and experience it. And a piece of me thinks, man, what's left? Uh, I wonder if it'll be painful. I wonder if it'll make me super uncomfortable. I'm a pretty scientific, science-centric dude, uh, if you haven't noticed. But there are some things that I learn and have studied that are less scientific. One of those things is the like karmic laws. And one of those laws is the law of change. Uh, this law says that if you are stuck in a cycle in life, then you don't, oh, then you don't. This law says that if you're stuck in a cycle in life, then you have to learn the lesson that life is trying to teach you in order to get out of it. I don't know if that's my situation, but honestly, that's not a bad piece of advice to hold on to. And a good example of this is a lot of times abusive relationships. We see that a lot of people that are in re abusive relationships, their next relationship, when they do hopefully get out of the first one, will happen to be abusive. And a lot of times this cycle will continue. They'll get into an abusive relationship hopefully they'll get out but then they end up in another one again and it's really strange like how does this keep happening is it just bad luck maybe but uh, a lot of times we see that these people that are getting into abusive relationships the things that they're comfortable with are actually those abusive tendencies and when someone treats them genuinely kindly they don't know how to react to that and it like screws with their head and messes them up and so that's a problem for them and so then they just end up uh, finding someone with the same exact pattern as their old abusive partner and they get abused again. Super unfortunate. But if we look at the, the thing I just said, law of change, if life is trying to teach you or if you're in a cycle, if something keeps happening over and over again, you have to learn what life is trying to teach you. Those people usually need to learn that they need to love themselves, that they're great and they're wonderful and they deserve to be treated well. And once you learn that lesson, then they usually do get out of the abusive relationship. They find someone that genuinely cares for them and isn't a horrible piece of poo-poo that hits other people for no reason. But 
Yeah. Anyways, if you are in an abusive relationship, please get help. Not a good time. Also, I wonder if maybe I'm being a big liar and I'm actually just completely fine and I've gotten everything and I don't need my any lessons at all. I just got to jump the hoop, jump, jump the jump. That's probably the most likely scenario if we're being honest, but who knows? Maybe I'll just never be happy and maybe that's our last point. Uh, maybe will never be happy. Uh, and I think that's fine. Uh, you don't need to be happy and to, to live a fine life, at least not by my definition. Uh, the happiness character trait probably isn't, it sounds like a video game. The happiness character trait probably isn't necessary to live a perfectly joyful life. Here's the part of me that comes in at the end to give you a big reality slap. It ain't that big. Uh, at the end of the day, none of this matters. Nihilist in me coming out. Here's the thing. You don't need this or that for a good life. You don't need to be enlightened. You don't need to be rich. You don't need to be happy. You just need to live and have fun without impeding others' abilities to have their fun. Now, don't do drugs. Yeah, but there's other ways to have fun. Uh, hang out with the people that you care about. Play the video games that you love. Watch more anime. <laughs> All you have to do is live. That's really it. Sure, this podcast might aim to make you happier, to teach you this and that and about this and that. But at the end of the day, the last thing that I want you, I want to do is make you more stressed. Uh, if the idea or if this idea of never being happy stresses you out, then forget it. Throw it away. Smile. That's enough. There's many things to be worried about in life. Your insecurities that you know are dumb, but you still have. The test that you have next week. The fact that you have to go back to classes and you're not sure if you can pass in a few days. <laughs> yeah. Making sure that you don't become homeless. The, that person you have a crush on. Why add, will I ever be happy to that list of worries? It's fine. Don't be happy. Screw happiness. If being happy means you're more worried, throw it away. Who needs happiness? If not you, you're fine. Just you're enough and you're wonderful just the way you are. You need nothing. At the end of the day, all you need is to live and laugh. Happiness, not happiness, whatever. The moral of the story is to watch more anime. Yeah, honestly, that's all there is to say for this section, really, but I'm nowhere near hitting time. I actually have hit time, but I have a lot of empty space, so I'm going to be talking really quickly. Uh, so I have to find something to talk about, I guess, since I'm writing this before my break ends. I can tell you about my break in school. It fits the rambling theme. Uh, when this episode comes out, I'm probably on my second week of school already. I'm not excited. I don't want to fail my classes, and I hope I'm able to learn everything effectively. I still haven't applied to any internships or any other jobs, which I want to do. I would like to become a math tutor. I feel like I could do it, especially for calculus A or differential equations. I feel like I'm pretty okay at those. Uh, I'm excited to see my friends and excited to hang out with them. I purposely avoided asking them how their break was so that I could hear the stories when we got back to campus. I think that I'm going to pick up a minor in digital marketing since my electrical engineering GPA isn't exactly stellar. Um, It'd probably be a good idea to get another degree under my belt. I'll probably have to focus on doing more Google skill courses over the summer or over the weekend so I can learn all of that and put it on the resume as well. I'm getting better at Photoshop and Final Cut, so this podcast and my YouTube video becomes part of my portfolio and my marketable skills if I somehow find myself in a creative job. Would be cool. I wouldn't mind that. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind working in marketing, video, and photo editing paired with a digital marketing minor. I feel like 
I have a shot at getting a job or an internship with those skills. I'm also working on my animating skills. Um, when this episode comes out, I've uploaded a video on my YouTube channel called Circadian Rhythms. Uh, on that video, I animated a clock. It took me like three hours to do it. It was probably a 10 minute project. And I, now I could probably do it within about 10, 15, 20 minutes, but I didn't know what I was doing. And the self-teaching route is a quite challenging route. I've been playing around with Photoshop for a lot of years now. So I know some of the editing lingo helps with learning other things, but I'm learning about all the other things. Color correcting is interesting. Uh, anyways, over break, I started the video version of this podcast. I started actually posting to my YouTube channel. Uh, I started the Seriously Funny Clips channel, which has zero subscribers, and I need to uh, uh, put some more clips on there. I researched, scripted, and recorded a course for Listenable that won't be published. Um, yeah, I started looking through my statistics notes. I learned about Photoshop. I learned about video editing and animating. I worked a lot at my job job. I made quite a number of episodes for this podcast. I played some Genshin Impact. I read a good bit of manga. I watched eight anime, uh, actually more than that now. Uh, I definitely wish I watched more anime, though, for sure. Uh, that's my regret for the break. I mostly did a lot of creative work, which is pretty great. I'm satisfied, and maybe that's better than happiness. Who knows? Uh, what I didn't do is start a TikTok for my podcast and my content, which as much as I don't want to, I might have to, and I'm not pleased about that. Just the algorithm on TikTok, the discoverability is really good, and so it's a good opportunity for me, I feel like. And so I might have to make a TikTok. I really don't want to, but that might have to happen. I did start watching uh, Mushoko Tensei. So yeah, that's all though for this episode is seriously funny. Like I said, this episode is being recorded right after the last episode. So there's uh, no music or anime updates or so I say. I did start watching Mushoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. It's one of those like uh, isekai anime that's super popular that I'm late to. Uh, the second core of the first season just finished. Very, very good anime. Uh, it is incredible. I, I've, it's been two, two or three days now. Yeah, three days now and i'm almost done with the entire thing and it's like 20 something episodes it, absolutely absolutely incredible i highly highly recommend it go give it a watch i super super good um really funny really funny a uh, very very small pinch of romance mostly just funny romance and then uh, adventure action those are the probably the main two uh part pieces of it uh, but yeah, I, I super like it. Next episode, whatever I talk about, I'll give you an, uh, a, lo a little rundown of how the first two weeks of school was, if I dropped out, etc. Thank you for listening to me ramble. I hope you enjoyed, or at least I hope you enjoy listening to my voice, which I know at least 70% of you listen to this podcast for. Uh, hit the buttons. Uh, you know which ones. I will talk at you next week. Much love. Peace.